Welcome to The Brand Called You, a weekly podcast that talks about personal branding, entrepreneurship and business with Ashutosh Karg. Hello sir, how are you feeling today? Feeling good. Book has just been launched. Yes. <laughs> it's now a week yeah. and I believe uh, it's already beginning to hit very large numbers on Amazon and um, excited about it. Okay, and is that your reason for the podcast Brand Called You? Well, you know, the reason of the podcast is really to be able to share four decades of experience. And I've been one of the lucky few people who, after finishing an MBA when I was 21, got to work with three major companies, got an opportunity to build a, a fabulous brand, worked with thousands and thousands of young people in my career. And I thought this is a time for me to give back to uh, a lot of people like you who are now at, in the early stages of your lives. And I'm there to... Uh, help you, advise you, counsel you, coach you. We're putting together a large number of people like me who will then be able to offer a lot of insights and a lot of wisdom. And that is your inspiration behind the Correct. name Brand Called You. Absolutely. What is the premise of your book? Why why Brand Called You? And what is the one thing you're aiming that maximum people can absorb out of this book? So that's a very interesting question. Over the last 35-40 years that I have been looking at brands, um, I was associated with building brands when I was in ITC. I built the Guardian brand in India. Um, I often thought a lot on what exactly is my own identity. And when you think of it very clinically, most of us spend most of our lives working for brand brands of our employers without ever realizing that the biggest brand that we own ourselves is our own name. And in today's uh, digitally connected world, it is very easy for our name to be spoiled because of wrong things that we do. And at the same time, conversely, everything good that we do is something that is adding on to our name. And can reach multiple people at the same time. And can reach multiple people. And of course, we all know, I mean, you know, uh, I've learned this only in the last few years uh, on the power of social media. And at the same time, I know that once you say something on social media, it can never be deleted. Available somewhere all the time. So everything you say or do now has a record and that is directly linked to your name. So much so that I've, I've been reading about employers talking about showing them your social media records. But what was fascinating was when I read an article when the U.S. government said that when you apply for a U.S. visa, they have the right to ask you for all your social media accounts, accounts because they want to know what are your preferences. So you are right there in the limelight all the time. Isn't it a fearful thing that now you have to be so scared of, you know, being judged and always at the center of everything and being criticized? So I wouldn't word use the word scared, Ashwarya. I would say it's important to be careful. We all make mistakes. My first boss told me that if you don't make a mistake, you won't progress. But he also told me that just make sure you don't repeat a mistake. So in today's world, what is important is for the social media to be used because that's the form of communication that everyone is using. But to do it carefully, not to do things which are negative and not to do do, do uh, things that will come back and bite you Someday, uh, someday later on in life. Don't be scared at all. It's the medium all of you are using. But be careful. Because, yeah, it, it, it does extend a lot of power. It has 
a lot of repercussions have gone wrong correct. and um so when we talk about your book and when we talk about as you stated earlier that it's all about cultivating your personal brand and nobody really looks back in hindsight and you know reflects on how you can build your personal brand mm. what would you say are very essential keys or tools that you know help you forward in terms of cultivating whether it is reflection or whether it is you know being creating a plan for you and working on that framework what would you say you know i think i think the whole process of building and cultivating your brand starts from the time you get your name right your name is your identity which i call your trademark and you've patented your persona because that only belongs to you because now there are other biological ways of doing it from fingerprinting to gene mapping and yeah. dna mapping and all that but think of it in a different way i'm going to be a little philosophical when i say this because i'm much older than all of you is that uh, when you reach you know my stage in life and you start thinking what is it that you're going to leave behind in this world the only thing you will leave behind is your legacy which is your name that's the only thing that will stay behind that's the only thing that friends and family and the world will remember you by so you need to be cautious from right in from the time you start working on what you are saying how you are saying it try not to get identified with any groups which are political or uh, in any other form in a form of uh, negativity that could come into you build your characteristics so if you are a foodie talk about food if you are if you like writing talk about writing if you are an athlete talk about athletics because everything that you are doing is getting logged on to your name as you grow in life your interests will change you will uh, you know start a family you will have children and at each stage your life will change and as your life changes you've got to keep investing more and more in yourself to make sure that the message you are giving to the rest of the world is consistent so when you talk about investment in yourself um is it more monetarily inclined or is it more philosophically inclined what do you how do you how do you quantify investment in yourself so let me give you a simple example most of us when we look at someone else uh we start by saying oh this person is looks like this or this person is tall or this person is an android person or this person is an iphone person you know we quickly start to classify people or categorize them. therefore we are all putting people friends relatives acquaintances in buckets therefore it is important for us to be able to make sure that whatever we say and do is consistent yes. so that when other people put us in buckets we don't have conflicts we don't have contradictions yes. about us in other people's mind so if i'm seen as a person who is honest it would be a disaster for my brand if you say i'm honest and someone else someone else says i'm dishonest because the experience that other individual has had with me is completely reverse of what you have had with me i went through your book and um, there are two things that you primarily talk about which is either finding yourself a brand which is you know discovering it exploring it and then the other phase is sustaining it how do you through all the years that you live how do you keep in, you know investing in it and making it grow multifold if i had to ask you a question which is which is tougher of the two which is tougher between finding yourself a brand and you know sustaining it what would you say i would say the more difficult part is sustaining it okay you know the old line that it is very easy to climb to the top of the mountain it is very difficult to stay, stay there, there. sure you heard that so let's take the example of a very famous uh, 
sports personality Tiger Woods. Five years ago, he was right on top. People were talking about him being the greatest golfer and I still believe he's the greatest golfer. But then he messed up his personal life. His life was messed up personally. That was the end of his golfing career. He slid downhill within a few months and in the last five years, he has struggled. Today, he's once again beginning to come back to his original levels. Still nowhere near the top. But look at what one mistake made to a personality of his kind. And if a person of his personality and his stature can be destroyed so easily, you can imagine how someone who are mere mortals like you and me <laughs> can be you know, harmed. Clearly, you say that staying there is tougher. And then, so what do you do to ensure that you stay there? What, if you had to give me, say, three steps that you ensure that you know help you stay there what would they be so you know i'm going to tell you something which i'm sure you've heard from everyone older than you and, <laughs> you know these will sound like uh, silly pieces of advice but believe me they make sense they make sense number one is whatever you do do it ethically okay right that's the best way to build a brand when brand is honest right number two whatever you do make sure that it is delivering value whether it you're buying a, a soap, you know, for 50 rupees and then you find that it is not good and, or, or you find a soap for 45 rupees, which is outstanding. If you find the value you're getting from the product is very good, uh, you will keep buying it. Yeah, and the price Similarly, won't matter. Price won't matter. And the same thing applies to you and me as brands because of the experience other people have with you and me as human beings in terms of what we are conveying to them, that is what... Uh, Your value would be. And the third one, I would say, is consistency. You must, as a brand, must not be seen as an individual who is at one end of the scale today and at the other end of the scale tomorrow. Because they must then it's, be it's not trustworthy enough. Not, you... not trustworthy and you don't know where you stand. Other people must know where they stand with you. You can't be so unpredictable that uh, nobody knows what's going to happen. What's going to happen. And we've all worked with bosses who are unpredictable. Well, yeah. You know, today you the guy's know. in a great mood, tomorrow is in such a foul mood. And then you wonder, how do you work for him? So I'm, I'm fairly, I'm, I'm within the target audience that you plan on targeting with yeah. your book. If you had to give me one advice on how do I start towards investing in my brand or figuring it out and discovering it, uh, what would your advice be? So let's, let's, let's see what is your persona. You're talking to me, so, so therefore, obviously, you have interest in media. Maybe you write well. If you've chosen this as a career that you want to be in, certainly for the next few years, that's where you start building your brand. So Ashwarya as a brand starts to get built when you say that I'm going to be in media and I'm going to be the best there is in media. And write. And I will do and I will write. Yeah. And everything I say and do will be consistent with what my beliefs are. Ethical, consistent and valuable. Correct. Well said. So if that is the, your starting point, then that's where you start building your brand. And believe me, whether you look at uh, a product brand or a personal brand, nothing can be built overnight. Right? It there can no take shortcuts. you decades, two decades, three decades. You know, I mean, look at musicians. Pandit Ravi Shankar spent all his life uh, playing the sitar and uh, he's a man who's revered today even though he's no more. Oh, yeah. But that's because he built his brand into such a powerful brand uh, in the world of music that so, uh, he's Kumar, a member. Rafi. Kumar, yeah. Rafi and whoever else. Yeah. And yet, you know, if you come back closer to home, if you talk of Indian Idol, I was 
watching Indian Idol 10 and uh, I was asking my wife, I said, I can't seem to remember any of the earlier Indian Idols. You know, where are they? So again, it's a question of how have they promoted themselves? So that's a good starting point for you. As a person, as a person who's really, really young and wanting to make it big in the world, you're always, most of us always come across this conflict of, you know, whether you go behind something passionate, which will may not be giving you as much monetary value as you hope or a corporate job. So when you build your brand, would you recommend always finding your passion and, you know, running behind it and pursuing that or figuring out a middle way where you can still have your corporate life and still have your passions with you? I would answer your question uh, with my own experience. Hmm. And I've written about it in one of my earlier books. You know, when I started working, um, I was what you would call in India, post-independence kids, born in 1956. (laughs) Uh, Parents uh, were middle class. And uh, I never ever thought that I would join the corporate world and leave it and do something else. I was still fortunate enough from one large company into a different aerospace into becoming an entrepreneur. But in today's world, all of you have the incredible opportunity for you to be in media and writing for the first five years, then say, hey, listen, I want to change my life and I want to be in the corporate world. And you go and work in the corporate world for 10 years. And then after 10 years, you say, hey, I don't want to do this. I want to be in acting. Or be a YouTuber because apparently that's a job too. So today's world affords all of you the opportunity to do what you want. But what is important, once again, coming back to what I said, is that when you are in your chosen line of business, be consistent. Don't jump from one thing to the other every few weeks and say, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Because then you're not giving yourself the opportunity to be able to build what you are setting out to do. I was going through your book and a lot of it is between uh, building your brand and then being very, very careful of diminishing it. So what do you, even though you've touched base on that, what is diminishing your brand? How would you explain that? So I'll give you, I'll give you a... A silly example from say the corporate world. We are all entitled to say take 15 days leave per year and maybe we are entitled to four days, five days of sick leave. Very seldom have I found young people not taking their sick leave at the end of the year because, because they think them. it's their entitlement. Now whether you're sick or not, if you're giving a false medical certificate is the first stage when you are turning around and saying I am willing to compromise my values because I need to take something that I'm entitled. Um, I remember when I joined ITC, we used to get annual leave, but there was nothing called sick leave. There's nothing called, uh, you know, uh, uh, compassionate leave Mm. or urgent leave. The organization trusted you. And if you were sick, you were sick. You don't, you didn't send in uh, an application to say I'm unwell because the organization trusted you. Today's world. It would be fantastic if organizations can come back to the same level of trust and say, if I have 1,500 employees working in my company, I can trust them without giving them entitlements, other than, of course, what is called the earned leave. So I think it's important for us to be able to build such value systems uh, into first ourselves before demanding it from our employers. And once we start to demonstrate it ourselves, uh, we will be uh, that much more secure in whatever we want to do. Spoken so much about all the measures that you can take on a personal level, uh, which will have repercussions and which will reach all aspects of your life. So I went through your book and 
it says your personal brand should have nothing to do with narcissism it is so difficult to be completely engaged and aware about working on yourself every single day and then also rewarding yourself for the accomplishments that you have and then not be narcissistic how how would you say is the best way forward to avoid that completely so ashwini narcissist is a is a character who was uh, overly proud of his own looks yes. of you know, his body of his physique so much so that his narcissism got him into trouble and therefore when i use the word narcissist i talk about it not from a positive sense but from mm-hmm. a negative sense and what i say is that if you're building a brand be modest about it don't show off about it mm-hmm. yes you will definitely get lots of adulation but when you get all the adulation and remember what i'm telling you is after 40 years of uh, <laughs> wisdom so you don't necessarily have to take everything because a lot of uh, wisdom comes with hindsight but remember that narcissism has negative connotation so by all means be proud uh, of your achievements talk about your achievements but don't show off about it and still you know, there's a long way to go correct yeah. we live in communities where there are negatives attached uh, to views that are given to us by our neighbors not every single human being is your well-wisher you say something which is you know you had an amazing achievement about something and uh, someone behind your back will try and pull you down because you know they are jealous of what you so go ahead and succeed go ahead and build your brand go ahead and talk about it go ahead and shout from the rooftop that you achieved this because that is something you must do but don't show off about it. and it's an old uh, saying which said that if you don't blow your own trumpet nobody will blow it for you and that's an old saying but many many years ago an american colleague told me the corollary to this so the first one is if yeah. you don't blow your own trumpet uh, nobody will hear you but the corollary is that don't blow it so hard that it hurts people's ears <laughs> so by all means talk about your brand you okay. built it and you deserve to talk about it with that note of don't blow your own trumpet so hard that it hurts people's ears come back next week and i will thank you mr ashutosh garg for this do you want to give the audience a, a vision of what the podcast is going to look like every week it's a great way to kick off our first podcast and i'm really looking forward to working with you mm-hmm. uh, on we're going to talk about your personal brand we're going to talk about your personal journey uh, we're going to talk about startups we're going to talk about entrepreneurship we're going to talk of challenges that people face and uh, maybe in about a few months we will start to bring a guest every week and we'll bring some fairly iconic names in our country uh, who will come and share their experience of what is happening in their life what has been their experience with their startup journey and remember that it's important for all of us to know that while we build a startup we must also know how to fund it yeah. we must know how to run it and finally we must know how to exit from it mm-hmm. because there's no point in working so hard if you are not in a position to be able to cash from all the hard work that you've done that thank you for listening to the brand called you podcast be sure to visit tbcy.in to join the conversation access show notes and discover fantastic bonus content you can follow us on youtube twitter facebook and instagram simply search for the brand called you thank you and see you next week